Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Ah. The comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car-selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. The Bob Seska Show. Bob Seska. Bob. What? Bob. What? Bob. What? Bob Seska Show. From our nation's capital, it is Tuesday, May 31, 2022, and this is the Bob Seska Show on the Sexy Liberal Podcast Network. How you doing? I'm Bob. Hello, Bob. Hi. Day 499 of the Biden-Harris administration. 157 days until the 22 midterms. I'm on Instagram at TheBobSeska, Twitter, BobSeska underscore go. And Buzz Burbank is at Michael J. Elston on Twitter. Link in the description. So let's bring him in. Here comes Buzz. You say Buzz Burbank. What? You've said it all. (laughs) Hi, Bob. Hi, everybody. Uh, Oh, hang on just a sec. Hey, hey, can you hand me my phone? It's right over there next to the peach tree dish. (laughs) Yeah. Thanks, Marjorie Sporkfoot. (laughs) Hi, everybody. Hi, Hi, Bob. He's Bob. I'm Buzz. And we've actually been here 45 minutes, but we waited till now to come in. Apparently how you do it. Yes. Uh, we really did have trouble getting in here today. Uh, all the doors were locked except one. Oh, man. Oh, man. Don't don't get Trump started on the doors. Well, that's just it. Uh, Republicans are now saying doors are the problem. But I swear this to you, they'll have to pry this doorknob from my cold, dead hands. <laughs> we, don't, we don't want any of you to worry wow. too much. Don't be too concerned. Wow. Uh, but... Security for today's show is being provided by the Uvalde police. So oh, no, no, take, we're screwed. We're take screwed your chances. now, yeah. Uh, you know, we're, we're doing our jobs properly today. You'll mm-hmm. know this if uh, Beto O'Rourke doesn't come in and interrupt us. <laughs> be, a, be a Beto. Be Fine a Beto. with me. <laughs> uh, Dennis, this was interesting. I was surprised. Dentists are now speaking out about gun violence. Mm-hmm. Uh, they say people who are armed to the teeth usually don't have all theirs. <laughs> My favorite of the day, right there. And, and, and by the way, if you think this is harsh, the show's going to get a lot harsher when they make us take out the menthol. Oh, really, do you think? <laughs> now, as you know, uh, we, we don't allow spoilers on this show. Nope. But I don't think I'm giving anything away if I say, on the next Better Call Saul, Jimmy and Kim decide to repaint their apartment. Oh, no! Oh, oh. Oh, 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 o
Go, go. Alert, GI Cop attacks. Ready to occupy your strip mall. <laughs> it's the GI Cop Battle Starbucks Fortress. GI Cop. Complete with hardened Dodge Chargers and missile-firing armored personnel carriers. Time to break out the 20-millimeter Vulcan cannon. GI Cop. You put your men into position. But wait, there's a civilian carrying an iPhone and a blueberry scone. Ready, aim, fire. G.I. Cop comes with his own tank to occupy the Family Dollar parking lot. Now, time to occupy the sector between Best Buy and Bed Bath & Beyond. You spot trouble with someone holding something that looks like a gun. Is that person a patriot or a thug? You use your shoulder-mounted pigment scanner to determine whether to give him a ride home or use your taser. My G.I. Cop has camouflage, so he can't be seen in Missouri. Get the G.I. Cop Battle Starbucks Fortress today. G.I. Cop! <laughs> Unnecessary heavy armament sold separately. Oh, man. Rocky Mountain Mike, Richard Hensel in there. And I'm sorry, I don't remember what kid that is on it. Uh, he did extremely well. <laughs> he did a great job. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, Rocky well, MNTN know, Mike at uh, Twitter. Uh, uh, this is really, it's its hard because we're trying to maintain a sense of humor. We're trying to we are. to continue to, to look on the bright side and yep. deal with everything that's happening. Uh, some of the jokes um, from me or Rocky Mountain Mike are biting, uh, you know, pushing the limit a little bit, but uh, it's necessary. Uh, yeah. we, we have to be loud. We have to be consistent. We have to stay on this. Right. And regarding the cops, it's either one thing or it's another thing. And it seems to be. On top of the fact that the, you've Aldi uh, police officers just stood around picking their asses while uh, children were getting shot inside of school. Yeah, more on that here to come uh, in just a second. But I saw the story this morning, Buzz, about this uh, Kansas City uh, police officer who shot a pregnant woman five times. Uh, she is not dead. She's, you know, obviously hospitalized for her wounds. But this is another situation where a black woman pulled over for a routine traffic stop. And she emerges from the vehicle, arms up, not even carrying a stick, they said right. here, according to witnesses. Pregnant. And the cops shot her uh, five times. For, de for decades, we have known the, and I use this term <clears throat> loosely, the imperfections of our police system. But I never thought it would be this bad. Uh, the example Bob just gave, we now know that a retired federal officer yeah. in Buffalo knew an hour beforehand that the top shooting was going to go down. Jesus. And he didn't report it. Right. Why and how did he know this and why didn't he report it? Because he was in the same joyful chat as the shooter. Good God. There's, there's a real culture problem there uh, is. in our police departments. And and on the Uvalde police, uh, aside from their ineptitude and apparent cowardice, mm -hmm. uh, it, I think it's important to point out that they were more afraid of the shooter uh, with the AR-15 hurting them yeah. than they were about that shooter hurting the children. Yep. Uh, we have fallen this low. It's it's heartbreaking. It's sickening. Yeah. Uh, it's nauseating. And on the other side of that coin, this story in Kansas City is just utterly baffling. It says here, they got her in handcuffs while they shot her. 
I uh-huh. stopped here to get some gas, y'all, and my son just watched this shooting. My one-year-old son just watched this. My 10-year-old son just watched this. And my 13-year-old son just watched this happen, uh-huh. unquote. That's uh, from a witness who saw all this go down. What kind of message does that send? My God, uh, we have a serious cop problem in this country. And, uh, you know, we go back to some of the old uh, solutions. Maybe it's in the training. Racism, obviously, is a big component of all of this and the fact that this cop uh, in Buffalo was going around on the same message boards as the shooter you're absolutely fucking right there's a serious cultural issue in this country and I'm not sure what solves it I have no idea how we, uh, we wiggle out of we lo- this we long for the more innocent days of Hill Street Blues yeah exactly you know, this, this is very different uh, you made a good point before the show about how uh, we can walk and chew gum at the same time, and there are lots of things that contributed to the disaster in Uvalde. But uh, I know, yeah, I know that you, I know that you have tweeted. Let's let not, not let this be, be a distraction from the real issue of guns. The yeah, guns yeah. is absolutely the real issue. I don't think anybody's going to forget it, uh, no. and we have to make sure that there, this has as much momentum as it has uh, ferocity yeah. right now. Uh, and and I agree with you. We don't want to let this be a distraction but it is a big sad important issue and we can address both at the same time we can walk and chew gum at the same time we do a lot of things with the same time at oh, yeah. the same time and we can absolutely do this and both must be addressed the higher priority obviously is the gun culture problem in this country here yeah. in the wild wild west yep yep and the republicans want to make this entirely about cop error they want to make this all well, you know, maybe let's look at the cops and see what they do. And now today, I think the new thing is uh, they're back to mental health, talking about that. Yeah, Which let's is, talk about that, too. Yeah, yeah, because in that situation, yeah, let's talk about mental health. Let's talk about mental health screenings for everyone, anyone who wants to buy a firearm in this country. How about that? We got to call their bluff on their distractions what? and bullshit. Because, and here, here's yeah. some, pardon the expression, ammunition for that. Mm-hmm. Um, after uh, the uh, Parkland shooting, after the, the massacre at Marjorie Stoneman Douglas High, uh, some unbelievable legislation was passed here in Florida. You're going to say, really, in Florida? Yes. Uh, Then-Governor Rick Scott in 2017 uh, signed a, a bill that uh, limited uh, sales of long guns to, to people over the age of 21. Uh, It imposed a three-day waiting period on most long gun purchases, and it created a red flag law. We have, of all the states in the union right now, Florida's one that has a red flag law already. So you think, well, now that uh, Governor Scott has become Senator Scott, he would go along with the same thing for the nation. No. As a national Republican now, Rick Scott has flipped his agenda uh, and is now opposed to a red flag law. This is the hypocrisy that we're dealing with. And and uh, this was Florida, red Florida standing up to the NRA on this, despite extreme pressure from the NRA, they passed the the oh, you must be twenty one uh, three day waiting period and red flag uh, here in Florida. Yeah, uh, it it can be done. People will support it. Uh, that has been the law here. 
Uh, but uh, Republicans are trying to block this sort of thing nationally. And on the subject of mental health, uh, the state imposed after Marjorie Stoneman Douglas imposed a mental health program because, you know, Republicans are always saying it's about mental health. So they, they had uh, screening, they had uh, diversion, they had uh, uh, therapy. Uh, they were all over this thing. And after, uh, what, uh, three, four years now, uh, the conclusion is it hasn't worked. So right, they're going right. to get rid of it. So now Republicans are getting rid of, or in many cases, like in Texas, uh, defunding mental health programs. At the same time, they're saying that mental health uh, is addressing that is the answer. So uh, the hypocrisy on guns and on the, the gun laws themselves, I point to the Rick Scott law in 2017, and, and the hypocrisy over uh, the rest of it, the, 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 uh, you know, the, the, the contradictions over the, the mental health aspect of it. And one of the things they're going to try to do is they're going to try to repeal the Affordable Care Act again. They're going to go that route again. Sure, they're going to why try to, not? Everything else is going so Yeah, well. I mean, it's going to get vetoed, obviously, the repeal will by Joe Biden. Duh. But that's not going to stop them from going through that process one more time as a fluff maneuver for their supporters, throwing red meat to their base. That's what they do. And so that will happen again and again and again. And they uh, are doing that knowing full well that the Affordable Care Act expanded coverage, mandated coverage in all health care plans for mental health, and they want to roll that back. I, bear in mind, this is how this is all going to go. As soon as public interest starts to get distracted away from the gun issue in the coming weeks, maybe even in some cases the coming days, you'll see any Republican ideas as far as whether it's their mental health solution, whether it's the cop error solution, no matter what it is, that's all going to melt away. They're not going to give a shit about any solution whatsoever. And that's especially going to be true in the United States Senate, where Mitch McConnell has done the least he could possibly do without doing nothing, which is to appoint Big John Cornyn to negotiate with the Democrats on something, something that will invariably okay. fail if it isn't abandoned before it is even voted on. So there you yeah, go. Yeah, well, let's let's talk about that. I, I yeah. think you've given away the answer already. Uh, okay. I was wondering how, how you receive uh, the messages we're getting from Senator Chris Murphy of Connecticut and yeah. from President Biden and others that uh, some progress is being made and that uh, Cornyn, for example, is willing to talk about uh, some of the things Things that he was not willing to talk about before. Uh, are you? Uh, do you have? Do you hold any hope that something, anything helpful, uh, even a baby step, will come out of this? No, no, no hope. Wow, at all. wow. This is. I, I, I have a pinch. Yeah, I have a pinch. Right. Well, the thing is, uh, and I've been tweeting about this, so this should come in as, as no surprise to anyone who follows my tweets. But uh, I think the congressional solution right now, at least, and I underscore right now is dead. It's not going to go anywhere. We're going to keep beating our faces up against this brick wall. If anything comes out and is proposed in these Cornyn Democrats negotiation in the Senate, right. uh, it's not going to get approved. It's not going to get, they're not going to have 10 votes to uh, overcome the filibuster on the Republican side. So it's going to die. I, I think, I, I don't want to get too far afield by presenting or repeating my presented solution, which is, 
the way to tackle this now, as far as I'm concerned, is the culture is coming at yes, this I culturally rather than along, legislatively. Sure. Yeah, I mean, you can get well, some things done in the state legislatures. That's for sure. There's still democracy in the state legislatures, but in the United States Senate right now, democracy is in short order because of this goddamn filibuster. Because we've got that fifty-fifty divide, which is partly to do with you know the people who we elect, but also partly to do with I'm, us ourselves for not voting in a larger majority I'm, last but time. I'm, but I'm reading I'm reading press accounts of uh, Republican voters for sure, and even some Republican officials are starting to say, hey, maybe we ought to talk about something here, uh, if for no other reason than yeah. so we're no longer blamed for doing nothing. I understand. Uh, so, I, I, you know, uh, quite an extensive article this morning about uh, gun owners in Uvalde who are turning in their AR-15s to the police department. Hmm. And uh, some of them saying that after voting for Trump twice, they will not do it again uh, because they cannot support the Republican position on guns. Uh, this will be interesting. Remember, uh, nearly 90% of the American people, regardless of political stripe, favor uh, background checks, universal background checks, and, uh, and other limitations. Um, so I don't know. I feel like there's some hope, especially if we keep focusing on the hypocrisy that you mentioned, uh, Marco Rubio making the entirely false claim that uh, no guns used in recent mass shootings were purchased online or at gun shows. That's just the opposite of the truth. Yeah. They nearly all were. Uh, and, and, and we need to keep pointing out those lies because the pressure seems to be having an effect, at least certainly on the voter, and I think on some elected officials as well in among Republicans. I, I don't mean to shit on the concept of hope. I think it's important to have hope in these circumstances. It's all we've got left. Well, who wants in hope some ways. it's got that on it? Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, but I go back to precedent, which is... You know, the last time we saw this many children getting mowed down uh, by firearms was Sandy Hook. Obviously, there have been other uh, situations similar to this, Parkland, for example. But after Sandy Hook, Joe Manchin wow. got together with Republican Pat Toomey. They came up with a, a bill that would have expanded uh, background checks into Internet sales and so on. And uh, the Republicans filibustered it in spite of the fact that I think it was, uh, what, 76 percent somewhere along those lines of Republicans supported it. I think 82 percent of NRA members supported that legislation filibustered anyway, because uh, the intimidation, the money that comes from the gun lobby outweighs your interests, the interests of the American people. They don't care. Ted Cruz doesn't give a flying fuck about what you think about gun control. Oh, I know he doesn't. Yeah, but there are many other Ted Cruz's. <laughs> He's just representative of the worst of the worst of them. That will always win the day. As long as the gun lobby is funneling all kinds of money, as well, long as Russia is laundering money through the, uh, the gun lobby, as long as that cash flow continues... I don't think any of these guys are going to back down. I think you got to cut my, off my the concern, circulation of the money. Yeah. My my concern is if we give up hope, then we we stop trying. Yeah, and, that's true. And and I don't want us to be deluded. I don't want to. I don't want to think. Oh, everything everything is going to be fine this yeah. time, Bob. Yeah. I'm not going to say <laughs> that. But I I it's it kind of goes along uh, for me with the sort of defeatist talk about the upcoming election. Yeah. Uh, you know, you may be right in your pessimism about the upcoming election, 
But what if you're not? And what if you're espousing that uh, actually suppresses the vote? And and what if saying uh, we're not going to accomplish anything on guns this time uh, makes people lose their ambition to try? I, I, I don't know. And I, one of the questions I would have to put to you is, and I know we've asked this question before on previous shootings. We've had two recent high-profile mass shootings. One killed a bunch of black women primarily, uh, the other uh, primarily young children. Uh, does anything feel different about now to you than, say, even after Sandy Hook? It feels a little different. I do, I do want to say that uh, I'm not hopeless about... November. I'm not hopeless about the uh, the midterms at yeah, this I point. That. I, I, I think just, I was I pointing can... a similarity between I see. you know oh, yeah. people those, who, those are. who are out there I... who, are, who are tearing it down. The, gotcha. the chances of that, okay. and, and people who may be uh, disparaging our chances with guns here. Uh, I understand, and I, I know the president. I know the president well. Yeah, I'm not deluded in that way. <clears throat> but uh, I think we have to believe we can mm-hmm. in order to do it. I, I think. Uh, Realistically, that, that's a great point. And but here's the avenue that I'm hopeful with, and that is okay. the the cultural path to yes, rolling some of this back. Yeah. And, and the reason I'm hopeful about that is because it's worked before. We talked about this a bit on Thursday's yes. show, yes. Uh, conflating the fight against big tobacco that has mm-hmm. been engaged for the last 20, 25 years, and the the fight that we can have against guns if we use that template from the Truth Initiative and the CDC and the FDA and all these activist groups who went after cigarette smoking for so many yes. years and and turned cigarette smokers into pariahs and mm-hmm. turned cigarette smoking into just grabbed it away from this notion that it was something cool or sexy or tough guys do it in movies. Yeah, and so we need to fix that. I, I've told yeah, the story yeah. before. Uh, uh, when I lived in D.C. and I'm coming back from Dulles Airport back to you know to my car to, yeah. to drive home, uh, the, some young Brits were on the the transport bus the airport <laughs> bus. And uh, I asked them, you know, they were very excited about coming to America. I said, what do you think of when you when you think of America? And they said, cowboys. <laughs> and, and it occurs to me that we have not evolved. And yeah, the reason yeah. they have that is we're, we're still the Wild West. We, we are, you know, we're so far ahead of other countries in gun ownership and gun deaths and, and suicides and, and all of those things. Uh, and it's because we haven't let go of that cowboy culture, that that cowboy mentality is out there. In fact, I think cowboys were probably smarter (laughs) than those today who think they're cowboys. Uh, But but there's still a cowboy cool image out there. It's not. We have to shame them. And I've heard people say, oh, shaming won't work. Well, you know, legislation won't work. But all of them might work together. Uh, You'd be surprised what a combined effort can do. Uh, But but it, it is a culture. Problem. There's yeah. there's this sense of cowboy cool of toughness associated with gun ownership, and that's true among the reddest necked white people and the the darkest skinned black people. Yeah, uh, there is this aura about guns that say that say guns equal power, yeah. guns equal solutions, right. and uh, th- they do not. They equal problems, and we're awash in them. Yeah, I think there's uh, the possibility down the road of a legislative solution that will address the supply of firearms. I think. Mm-hmm. Culturally, though, we That's have to one. we have to address the demand for guns. We can take Agreed. we can take some handguns off the street. We can take some assault weapons off the street. The fact is that uh, as long as there is that demand, that cultural 
thrust to yeah, stockpile no, firearms right. as as people sacrosanct right to do, uh, according to them. As long as that's still there, as long as firearms still carry this toxic masculinity about them, as long mm-hmm. as firearms are still seen as cool and tough and masculine, as long as these things still exist in our culture, people are going to want to stockpile firearms. We've been seeing on Twitter all of these uh, families. I was going to say men, but... There are a lot of families in these Culturally. cultures posing, yeah, posing with all of their firearms splayed out into some sort of arrangement on the floor. And there was one I saw on their back deck where they couldn't even fit all their firearms onto the deck. They had them. to line them yeah. up on the roof in order to yep. get them all in the picture. So in order to tackle the firearm proliferation in this country, you have to focus also on that culture. And that's, you know, and and to be perfectly honest with you, that's what I'm hopeful for. As I said at at the beginning, I'm hopeful for it because it has worked before. The roadmap exists. All we need to do is to raise the money, boost the tenacity, boost the uh, level of determination to push back against this culture and to redefine it, to reframe what it means to be a gun owner in this country. In some cases, maybe, you know, having a patina of positivity, but in most cases, yeah, this is a piece of hardware that you really don't fucking need because you have it in your house. Someone's going to kill themselves in your house or a a home intruder is going to get your gun and shoot you with it or your kid is going to kill another kid or your kid's going to kill you with that. There are statistics to back up everything Bob just said there. Uh, You're you're three times as likely to commit suicide if there's a gun in the house, for example. But you're right. No, I, I totally agree the number one the overriding uh, way to defeat this is by uh, essentially shaming uh, mm-hmm. the, the, the gun owners and, and uh, killing the market for owning guns. I do think it needs to be a multi-pronged approach. I think we also need legislation in addition to that, but no question, the number one job here. And I tried to do my part this past week, and I went out on a limb a little bit. I tweeted something to the effect of, uh, uh, you know, an AR-15 owner is a coward and uh, who has a phallic <laughs> obsession. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, and then prove me wrong, I said. Uh, and uh, that brought out some of my gun people. <laughs> and, and, and one of them said, well, this isn't like you. And it's true. I really wouldn't normally go there. But uh, this is such an important fight. And, and when he said, uh, when one objector said, this isn't really like you, I answered, uh, watching the massacre of children can change a man. Yeah. Uh, and and it, we've been pushed to that limit. But I was in my own way trying to make the AR-15 owner look really, really bad. Good for and you. I don't, I Good don't care you. who you are, you know? Yeah, yeah. Uh, and, and I think I, I want to keep doing that, and I think mm-hmm. we, we should all keep doing that. That isn't sort of the fact-based, balanced approach that I, that I try to take. Uh, that's just, you know, I'm almost nuts there with that, with that tweet. But it's because we're so pissed. It's because we're so fed up. It's because this cannot go on any longer, and it's because you people with AR-15, there's something seriously wrong with you. I'm so done tiptoeing around this issue i'm so done walking on eggshells around you know the quote-unquote responsible gun Mm -hmm. owner the law-abiding gun owner yes they exist but again we have to look at the broader idea of why they exist why they don't exist in other countries why why we're here in the first place and then to reframe all of that i think is the uh uh should be the long-term goal give us a couple of decades and the right amount of financing just the right ads and we've seen lots 
lots of examples with cigarette smoking in terms of how to exactly tackle this with attention-grabbing commercials, mm-hmm. uh, some sort of way to illustrate the toxicity of these things and, and why it's ridiculous that we revere them so much in this country. I think that's the uh, absolute way to go. Because here we are, once again, sitting here on a Tuesday where over this past weekend, this mm-hmm. long Memorial Day weekend, 14 mass shootings over Memorial Day weekend alone. That's uh, according to the Gun Violence Archive, tracks shootings in the United States. There were at least 14 mass shootings in the country over the weekend from early Saturday through late Monday. Uh, The archives, just as a matter of uh, uh, routine here, defines a mass shooting as an incident in which four or more people are shot or killed, not including the shooter. At least nine people were killed in the shootings, with more than 60 injured, according to the organization's data. Picture in your your mind for a moment, five dozen people filling a room. That's how many people were wounded by gunfire Mm -hmm. over this Memorial Day holiday weekend. You take the guns off the street, study after study, example after example shows that you take the guns off the street and you stop making them so easy to fucking purchase, Mm -hmm. easier than so many other things in this country, including Sudafed, and you, you cut off that blood supply And I think these awful numbers begin to dissipate significantly because we've seen it before. We've seen it here. We see it in Australia. We've seen it in other places. We got to stop being the outlier. This only happens here. We we have such a narrow, despite the great communication age we live in, we have such a narrow view of things here in this country. We're bitching about gas prices. And by the way, I'm glad I brought that up (laughs) because because, uh, with the gas prices where they are and airline tickets are 45% more expensive because of the fuel situation, uh, largely because of Putin. Uh, people bitch, bitch, bitch about uh, gas prices and inflation, and they blame Biden and they plan to vote, vote vote Biden out of office because of the inflation. And then they go out and they spend the extra money. A record number of people were on the road this holiday. What yeah. I guess they could afford it after all. A record number of people flew over this holiday weekend, so I guess they could afford it after all. I'm not denying the existence of inflation, <laughs> and I know that it hurts some people more yeah. than others, but we have a very narrow view of things. We're mm-hmm. paying dollars less per gallon for gasoline in this country than they're paying in Europe, and yet we're pissed at Biden. Yeah, uh, yeah. And whether it's and the same thing goes goes for guns. We don't, uh, you know, we only look at our situation here, uh, and and don't look at the worldwide view, which would tell us uh, what, the way we're doing it is wrong, and we're the outlier. You know what? People are pissed off about inflation. Because other people are pissed off about inflation. As it is, this exactly. is just such a flocker mentality our, here. Our new monkey pandemic. See, yeah, yeah, monkey see, monkey do. They're going to see in uh, Politico and on uh, Chuck Todd's show, if he still has one, uh, oh my God, inflation, inflation, our hair is on fire, our hair is on fire. Inflation so they, box 22. Yeah, so they got to repeat the same goddamn thing, even though what you said just a second ago was a thousand percent true. People you are know, spending money, the- they're going on trips. Yeah, it's not yeah. showing. If you don't, if you don't notice that on the news, then uh, look at the Best Buy parking lot, which continues <laughs> yeah. to be full, and the grocery <laughs> store parking lot, which continues to be full. Yep. Uh, a record number of tourists are coming to Florida, despite the the pending pandemic mm-hmm. resurgence. Uh, uh, so people are out there spending money. They're bitching about it, but they're spending it, which means they have it. Yeah. We just have an outrage economy now. And, <laughs> yeah. And right. uh, this is something that I'm going to get into uh, uh, on Thursday's Shadow Dock of Jody Hamilton. But there's uh-huh. a whole thing going on with the Star Wars saga right now. <laughs> and 
Talk about flocker mentality. You're seeing it manifesting itself there, too. And yeah, I think, yeah. it, to a certain extent, a lot of it is driven by, um, and I'm going going back to inflation now and guns. I'm not going right. to talk about Star Wars here. But uh, <laughs> so much of it is driven, I believe, by uh, trolls and bots. I think we're seeing a lot of those. I, I know I've uh. seen an influx of trolls and bots recently uh, jumping into the fray, trying to stir up shit on social media. I'm and since sure. we're so wired in, we get looped into that. We don't know what's real, what's not. Yeah. And so they're, I, I think fake people are driving the outrage machine. Yeah, I'm sure that, well, I don't know if they're driving it, but they're certainly part of it. They're certainly yeah, helping to give it, it momentum. Yeah. Yeah. But I think it's just dumb people. Yeah. I, I think we continue to underestimate how educated and or mm -hmm. uh, current events in Formed, yeah. uh, the American public is. Well, here's something dumb that everyone seems to be repeating on the pro-gun side that okay. makes no fucking sense whatsoever. <laughs> Donald Trump was at one of his paid rallies. I mean, bear in mind, he doesn't do these rallies free anymore. These are all like concert events where you right. have to pay speaking a certain price. Exactly, yes. speaking engagements. They're calling it motivational speaking. <laughs> it's just, just a weird term for it when it comes to Donald Trump. But at these events, you have to pay a certain amount of money to get in. I think one of the tiers is like $4,900. And in addition to getting in, you get to get to have a little roundtable conversation with uh, Don Jr. and a giant pile of God. cocaine or something like that. But anyway, so Trump was talking this past weekend, and he said... Classroom doors should be lockable from the inside. Bullshit. That's one of his solutions for what happened in Uvalde to try to keep it from happening again. Lock the classroom doors from the inside. And all you have to do is to read the news to determine, well, all you have to do really is to know who Donald Trump is and how full of shit right. he is to determine this right. is a fucked up idea. But then you go and look at the news. Uh, for example, the Associated Press talking about the shooting in Uvalde. The shooter barricaded himself by locking the door and just started shooting children and teachers that were inside that classroom. This is according so to Lieutenant Trump Christopher Olivares of the Department of Public Safety, according to so, uh, CNN. Yeah. So Trump and the shooter had the same idea then. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So Donald Trump's solution is exactly what the shooter did in Uvalde. Right. Right. That's how fucked up things are, and people are running around right now on social media going, yeah, that's a great idea. Donald Trump, you see Donald Trump talked about, we've got to start locking the doors from the inside because— this is you know, they, they, oh. they, they will try limit, they'll make limitless tries at distraction. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and uh, doors is one of them. They're going to see how far they can get with this one. Uh, doors don't kill people, guns do. <laughs> that's uh, right. You know, we, we, we need to get them straightened out on that. Yeah. Um, yeah. That, that's ridiculous. And, uh, you know, there's the, the fire hazard uh, aspect of it. Right. Uh, there's so many things, the rescue aspect of it. Mm -hmm. uh, you want the authorities to be able to get in if they need to. And the, the problem is not being able to lock out the gunman the problem is make sure the man doesn't have a gun yeah incidentally he also said quote it's even reported that the biden administration is considering putting u.n bureaucrats in charge uh -huh. of your second yeah. amendment rights that's donald that's trump right. at his latest rally you know what's dumber than trump's obvious lie about that i watched the video the unashamed suckers booing yeah. and shouting no after he said that. Like, oh, my God, I can't believe the U.N. and, and the Biden administration wants to do Oh, my God, they're coming for our guns. Uh -huh. He's making it up. 
Hey, make sure not to trade your cars for magic beans on the way home, you pathetic suckers. And, and the same the same people that that uh, madness from Trump inspires, the same people inspired mm -hmm. by those remarks are equally inspired by Marjorie Taylor Greene, who believes that Bill Gates is growing meat in a peach tree dish uh, so that he can control us. <laughs> oh, and what was the thing about poop water? Didn't she also say that uh, uh, I uh, never did make Bill Gates or... Pardon the expression, tails out of that. Bill Gates wants us to drink poop water. I have no and, idea and, what What I'm saying is the people who yeah. support Trump uh, and and uh, accept uh, those conspiracy theories like uh, uh, Biden wants the U.N. to come in and run things mm -hmm. and take away the guns, uh, they, they, they eat that up. They believe that, and uh, they're just as likely to believe uh, Marjorie Three Toes' claim about uh, meat grown on a peach tree dish. Yeah, yeah. That's the big question mark of our time right now is how, how does do this, we get this stupid this fast? Yeah, and then how do we resolve it? How do we resolve yeah. it without some sort of, uh, I don't know, some sort of warring in the streets? Uh, I don't know. I don't know what the solution is. I have no idea. I mean, I guess maybe if there's a disaster big enough that they would just be shaken out of their uh, hypnosis or something. I, I have no I idea. Anymore. I mean, I don't even yeah. want to wish for something like that, but Jesus Christ. It's well, I mean, one good start would be winning this next election. Yeah, and, that's a good one. Uh, yeah. and, and, uh, by the way, and I think we should address this too, because I've been seeing this a lot on uh, Twitter, yeah. uh, we have some um, progressives, ultra-progressives, who mm -hmm. uh, are pissed that Biden's only giving them $10,000 to pay off their student loan debt. Uh, one woman complained that she, that still leaves her with $157,000 in debt. So there's just no way she can support the Democrats in the next election. Democrats are giving her a check for $10,000. But she wants to, so, it, you know, to punish them for not giving her more, she'll vote for the party that wants to take away books and rights and, uh, okay. and, and right. public health. Yeah, yeah. Not good. Not good. No. Uh, yeah, I, it's a that's a whole other can speechless. of worms. Yeah, yeah. Uh, this, the student debt thing. I mean, I and I. I yeah, no, we won't get into that. But I, just yeah. an example of what's happening on our side of things, right? And and why it's so important to talk to these people if you can mm -hmm. uh, make make some effort to win them back to sanity. Uh, because as we we're going to say every week, and we've been saying, we need to get every Democratic and every Independent ass off the couch to vote. Well, I don't have a solution for your uh, student. debt. Debt, but I do have a solution maybe for your credit card debt. If the uh, if the pandemic was a, a big disaster for your finances, you might have upped the balances on all your credit cards. And if my guess is correct, you're paying the top allowable interest rate on that debt. So why not refinance your credit cards into a super low interest rate and save a ton of money each and every month? Here's exactly how to do that. With Lightstream, you can roll your cards into one low payment at a fixed rate as low as 4.98% APR with auto pay and excellent credit. That's way lower than most credit cards. It's lower than the average credit card interest rate, probably what you're paying right now, of over 19% APR. You can get a loan from $5,000 to hundred grand, and there are absolutely no fees attached. And just for my listeners, you can apply now and get a special interest rate discount to save even more. The only way to get this discount is to go to lightstream.com slash sesca. That's L-I-G-H-T-S-T-R-E-A-M dot com slash C-E-S-C-A. Uh, subject to credit approval, rates range from 4.98% APR to 19.99% APR and include a 0.50% auto pay discount. Lowest rate requires excellent credit. Terms and conditions apply and offers are subject to change without notice. Visit lightstream.com slash sesca for more information. 
CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Bob Seska! Bob Malone. It's a track off his uh, brand new album, Good People. It's a song called Oh Well. Yeah. Boy, this is great, isn't it? Uh, BobMalone.com, link in the description. One of our faves here on the show. Nice. Oh, yeah. Cool. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I like that. Shape on me and I can't sing a hate prayer. Yeah. Legs are thin, but don't ask him what I think of you. I might not give you answers in a moment, too. So good. Love it. Yeah, okay. Ah, oh, man. I gotta get I'm him convinced. back on the show. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Look at it, uh, getting uh, Michael McDermott back on the show, so that means I gotta get Bob Malone back on the show, too. Uh, I could do some live music performances on the show again. Oh, yes. Yeah, bring them back for a, a Wednesday show. Speaking of Wednesday shows, here's what's gonna happen with this show at the end of this month. Uh, I'm gonna take a break. I'm gonna take a, a couple of weeks off. Uh, the first week will be the last week of June. It'll be the week of the 27th, and the second week will be the following week. So it'll be last week of June, first week of July. Uh, there'll be no new shows, but what I'm going to do instead is uh, play the best of, like six best of interview shows, Wednesday interview cool. shows. How do you narrow it down to six? That Because there's been so many great ones. <laughs> yeah, uh, really good question. I'll be determining that <laughs> over the next uh, few weeks here as I wow, get ready for the, uh, for the break. But I need I need a couple of weeks off here. Uh, first, least, yeah. uh, first time off we've had here since uh, the holidays. So I think what we'll do is take a couple of weeks off here at the end of the month and then power on through to the end of the year. No whining. No, no whining. No whining. Bob, no. Uh, listen, let me tell you this. Here's what I know. Bob is toasty. <laughs> Uh, he needs a break. Uh, please yeah. forgive him. Uh, please yeah. be here when he gets back, and uh, I'll be by the pool. Yeah, thank you. I, I, what happens is I got to refuel the outrage tanks. You know, <laughs> there's only so much I outrage uh, available. You'll be and so pent up when you get back. That's right. Oh, you know what? We we have some breaking news that we uh, we talked we about do, right before actually. the show. Uh, what's going on with the ha 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 the John Durham probe? Uh, a prom prominent Democrat, a former Clinton campaign lawyer, Michael Sussman. You know, mm -hmm. he was being investigated by uh, Trump's uh, uh, 
one of his U.S. attorneys, John Durham. Yeah. Uh, he was being investigated, and he was charged, uh, this Trump guy, Durham, charged uh, Michael Sussman, this Clinton campaign lawyer, mm -hmm. charged him with lying to the FBI about the stuff he knew about Trump and Russia. Yeah. Well, today, a federal grand jury acquitted Michael Sussman. Wow. He am innocent. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That's always good news. Yeah. You know, I love this because, oh, man, <laughs> Donald, because... Yeah. <laughs> I, because Trump's it's, it's good news for justice, but it's also good news because Donald Trump and all oh, the red hats really were tied up in the Durham probe, thinking oh, this that was this is going to be it for them. Yeah, this is going to blow the lid off of the uh, quote unquote Russia hoax. And here we are. Sussman's what been the, acquitted. By the way, what is Too the bad. latest date for Trump to be sworn in again? Have we heard anything <laughs> lately about that? Because I kept hearing they kept moving the date and then it just went quiet. I don't know what happened. It's It's tomorrow. Until it's okay. not. By the way, the Kremlin's just put out a statement saying uh, that Vladimir Putin is fine, uh, that he's not going to die, and uh, so I give him three weeks. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I was just going to say that. I was just going to say, well, that means he's in terrible shape. Yeah. yeah. So there's something bad's going to happen with Vladimir Putin yeah, soon. Yeah, unfortunate. Yeah. Whenever the Kremlin says something, you got to believe the opposite, of exactly. course. Well, meantime, the uh, manufacturer of the uh, AR-15s used in Uvalde received paycheck protection loans. From the government. Sure they did. Yeah. Uh, the number is, I, I believe it's something like, oh yeah, $3.1 million in loans from the federal government back in April of 2020 to make sure that the manufacturers of the AR-15 didn't go out of business. Or th these yeah, manufacturers, would, there are many manufacturers of this style of firearm, but these, this particular company, Daniel Defense, mm -hmm. they received $3.1 million in loan money, money that is derived from our tax dollars. And used it in the most obscene advertising to kids, yeah. aimed at kids. Yeah. I mean, granted, I've just been saying that Congress is probably a dead end when it comes to legislation on this stuff. But you want a piece of legislation? How about a Hyde Amendment for uh, guns? where federal dollars can't go to the purchase of uh, a retail firearm. Certainly for the military, that's Brilliant. obvious. That's a very good idea. But anyone outside I, I, the military, uh-uh. $3.1 million to the makers of the Uvalde AR-15s? Give me a fucking break. Right. More proof there are things we could do legislatively in yeah. addition to making guns very uncool. Mm -hmm. uh, meantime... Mo Brooks, as I uh, take a sip of my coffee here. Yeah, uh, yeah we're both gulping now. I know. <laughs> it's uh, the outrage requires hydration, I think. Uh, Mo Brooks is blaming the decline of moral values for the mass shootings. Uh, moral values. Yeah, here we go. Yeah, we're back on that again on the Republican side. I mean, what? It's been a year and a half since Donald Trump left office, and we can go back to that well again. Bullshit. Bullshit. Someone tell Mo Brooks about Donald Trump or Jim Jordan, Matt Gates, the Duggars, uh, Roy Let's Moore. Talk about their morals and their Her values. Herbster, Greetons, Walker, Kavanaugh, Haster, all of these guys. All these guys are up to their eyeballs in sexual misconduct, sexual assault of some sort, uh, maybe financial crimes. You want moral values? Start with your own house first, Mo Brooks. Mm -hmm. You guys are about as crooked as a question mark, as they say in Forrest Gump. Again, it's everything and but we, the guns, right? And and we have hard facts. We have proof that uh, they are anything but the party of uh, moral values. Yeah, they have no yeah. morality. They have no values. And we can demonstrate that with case after case of... 
you know, whether it's Matt Gates or a anybody. I mean, it's a, there, there's a, like, a list of over 800, I think. Well, uh, along these lines, uh, there is some news coming out of the Supreme Court that uh, the court is likely to strike down New York's concealed carry law. Uh, this is one of the impending Supreme Court decisions that we'll see in the coming weeks. It looks like, given the makeup of the court, thank you, Donald Trump. Thank you, Susan Sarandon. Thanks to all the people who stayed home in 2020 and right. didn't vote in larger majorities in the Senate, et cetera, uh, or in 2016, for that matter. Um, the New York law, as it stands right now, requires concealed carry applicants to demonstrate that they have a special need for the license beyond a basic desire for self-defense. New York's tight restriction, according to uh, uh, the New York Times, uh, put it uh, among eight states and the District of Columbia that gave wide discretion to licensing officials over these determinations. But during oral arguments back in November, the conservative majority on the court seems skeptical of New York's strict limits on the carrying of guns outside of the home. So as we're all fighting, as we're all pushing back against the proliferation of firearms in this country, as if the Heller decision wasn't a clusterfuck enough, we're getting another awful decision coming out of the Alito court. And I'm saying the Alito court because apparently he runs the show. That's where the uh, the guiding yeah. principles of this court, it's become an ultra-right, ultra-conservative. I mean, you could call it Remember. a Trump court, too. I mean, maybe that's... That works. Remember John Roberts? Well, they don't either. Yeah, right, right. The new court doesn't remember him. Yeah, so uh, and this just underscores the importance of voting again. I, mm -hmm. I we cannot emphasize this enough, and I know you know this, and I know you know we're preaching to the choir when it comes to voting because I know our audience does that. Yeah, but it's it's on all of us, including you and me, Bob, to get people who were planning, not planning to vote, to vote and to vote correctly, and why. And uh, it's it's just on us. It's it's the solution. It's our only solution. It's our best solution. Uh, we, we have to focus on that. We can change a yeah. lot of this stuff we're talking about just by truly winning the Senate. Control that we do not have now, no matter what you hear. Well, this is also the source of some of my disillusionment recently, which is uh, more fallout from our inability to deal with a, a pandemic in this country where mm -hmm. we've just given up, uh, done with COVID, et cetera. Uh, well, there were, yeah, uh, airlines worldwide canceled more than 1,500 flights on Monday, according to FlightAware, after canceling 1,600 on Sunday. On Monday, there were about 400 U.S. flights canceled and about 2,400 delayed. The flight tracking website said airlines have attributed recent flight cancellations to weather, air traffic control, COVID-19 cases among employees uh -huh. and other staffing issues. It's back. So, yes, it is. Yes, it is. Sit, you know, get a good seat because the numbers are going to grow. We're Here we go again because yeah. we have not, cannot, will not learn. I, it, it's unbelievable the time we're living in. It truly is. I know. I know. Just common sense. Common sense stuff. And forget it. Yeah, yeah. The whole idea of any sort of masking mandate, I believe. I mean, while there are some cities, I think including Philadelphia, I think uh, New York City is about to go this direction, I believe, because it's, mm -hmm. it's now turned orange as far as its infection Your, your high population areas, yeah, high concentrations uh, of people. Uh, Miami, the same. Yeah, yeah. The the infection rates are going up there, and so uh, masking mandates are, are starting to come back. But broadly speaking, where they really need to also come back, they're not going to come back. <laughs> I'm right. full of great news, right? I'm yeah, because... 
What's happening? What's happening in the cities now? And we've seen this in the previous waves. What's happening yeah. in the cities now will trickle down to the suburbs and the exurbs and the rural areas, and uh, then it will be you know that will lose a lot more people yeah. uh, because of that. So if it hasn't gotten to your county yet, it will. I am Captain Sunshine today. Uh, that's yeah. my well, radio name for the day. <laughs> me, me too. You know, we're just trying to. It's like you you've got a machete and you're trying to cut your way through this. Yeah. Uh, that, the weeds have gotten pretty dense. <clears throat> right, right. Well, I've got some good news here in just a All second. Right. I've got some some. Gr- well, in fact, this good. would this I'm would relieved. qualify as great news, especially oh. if you've been impatient about justice in the context of the insurrection. Oh, good. And, and Donald Trump's involvement in the insurrection. There's some good news along these lines. The DOJ is getting closer and closer to Donald Trump's bloated face, and I'm here for it. I'm right here for it. <laughs> oh, I, sure, sure. I tweeted the other day. I think it was in reaction to one of his rally blow. Oh, you know what it was? It was after the NRA thing, after the NRA convention, his speech that he did there, because he did a separate rally in, I think it was Wyoming, which we were just talking about. But at right. the NRA thing, at the end of his speech... <laughs> He did the stupid jerking off two guys at once oh, dance. Right, right. That st- awful dance where someone at some point, obviously his fanboys, told him that they love when he dances like that, but it looks like uh, he's masturbating two guys at the same time, uh-huh. one with each hand. And uh, I, someone posted that video, and I was like, you know what? One of these days, that guy's going to fall flat on his face. Metaphorically, physically, I don't care. And I, I'm going to be there for it laughing and pointing. <laughs> Because he is such a source of pain and awfulness in this country. I, it's indescribable. So I uh, I can't wait for well, that. Well, I don't even know why I started down this road, but I just wanted to say. <laughs> I'm so well, sick but, of his bullshit. But, yeah, well, we all are, and, and there there will be justice. I mean, yeah. again, I'm, I'm very much aware that the number one issue on the minds of voters right now is inflation and gas mm-hmm. prices. Uh, but but uh, this is going to get people's attention, I think. Uh, yeah, no. I, I think it's going to be a pretty big show. Uh, obviously, the Justice Department and the January 6th Committee have everything they need. Fonnie Willis uh, down in Georgia has yeah. everything she needs. She's got one of the most important investigations uh, big one. going on with her. Yeah. Uh, so there, there's a, a lot of reason to be hopeful that justice will be served. And I read some interesting thoughts today on uh, the patience that we talk about. you got to be patient. Yeah. you got to wait. And, and he, as one person pointed out, it's not so much patient. It's knowing how the system works. Mm-hmm. You can, uh, they gave this example. They said you can want a pizza in two minutes, and when it arrives in five minutes, you're going to be pissed because it didn't come in two minutes. <laughs> oh, yeah. But both of those numbers reflect absolutely no knowledge of how long it takes to make a pizza. <laughs> uh, and, and in much the All same right. way, in much the same way, it there, it just takes, there's steps you have to go through. It just takes a certain amount of time. And it's not so much, I, I, we should just stop asking people to be patient. What we should tell them is learn how the system works and you'll understand really just how far we've gotten. <laughs> you know, as you're telling this story, as you're using yes. the, pi- the pizza metaphor, of yeah. course I'm going back to Star Wars. And the, <laughs> this Obi-Wan Kenobi series just came out on Disney+. Plus, and it right. is, the first two episodes are out. It is a wonderful show. I'm okay. loving every second of it, absorbing it osmotically into my brain. It's such great escapism for these times, I swear to God. But in the show, there's a young Princess Leia, Princess Leia at 10 years old. But everyone's insisting that she's six or younger. I don't know how to tell them, but she's 10 years old in real life. The actor playing 
Princess Leia at 10 years old is in real life 10 years old. So it's like, yeah, you just, in this world, you can't get through with nuance or rationality or logic. Just people got to latch on to whatever their pet issue is, their pet gripe to go along with their brand, and then they're going to beat that to death. There's nothing, (laughs) there's really nothing to do about it. It's like, it's as if they have to pick it apart because yeah. they're just positive there's something wrong in here. Yeah, you know, exactly. Something's not right about finding it. And something. It, it's wrong, like yeah. this obsession with finding something wrong with it. Yeah. Uh, uh, when I was on the radio and we had affiliate uh, stations in uh, Baltimore and uh, Sacramento, California, it, it, it there was a distinct difference in the phone callers from. Uh, Baltimore and Sacramento than from any other city in America. Yeah. Uh, they they tended to look on the dark side of things. Uh, you could give them a piece of good news and they could tell you why it wasn't. Yeah. And yeah. and this this characteristic seemed to be more true of the people of those towns than any other. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe this is a fluke, but that's certainly the way it consistently appeared to those of us doing the show. Oh, I know. Uh, and and it, it just some people, I think, by nature... Okay, well, you know, thanks for the cake, but I'm just not sure. Uh, you know, I may have to cut it open and take a look. Uh, you know, they because they, the people are just sure there's something wrong with it. In a similar- and, now, and now I want pizza and cake. <laughs> Me too. My God, there's something related to that that I want to talk about on the shadow docket portion of today's ah. show, which has to do with social media. It has to do with YouTube and the way people are getting reach for their Facebook posts or their (laughs) YouTube videos or their posts on Instagram, et cetera. Um, It is infuriating and at the same time explains a lot. So we're going to be talking about that on the Shadow Docket here coming up in just a second. Uh, But first, the Patreon app for your smartphone is the best way to stay up to date with brand new episodes of this show. And it's the best way to listen to. Every time there's a new episode, you're going to get an automatic alert on your phone, notifications for the free shows on Tuesday, Tuesdays, Wednesdays, and Thursdays, and notifications for the Friday After Party and the Shadow Docket shows, too. You can listen at home or in the car with a couple of swipes, and you can join our community of listeners in the comments under each episode. Oh, and you can manage your subscriptions without ever sitting down at a computer. Subscribe for as little as $1 a month at bobseskashow.com or patreon.com slash bobseskashow. Then download the Patreon app from the App Store onto your phone. It's as easy as that. Again, that's bobseskashow.com, and we thank you. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crow portrays an ex-homicide detective, unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. Bob Seska plays more music. 
It's been easy to say That I'm feeling so good At the end of the day That I'm waiting for the night And I know what to do And everything is alright In my world number two That's the great Pasha Black From uh, Kiev, Ukraine As far as I know, he's still doing well He and his family uh, Making it through It's unbelievable Gotta support Pasha Black here uh, And all of our musicians here on the show uh, this song is called World Number Two from his album Remedy Plus. Got a link in the description under this episode. Yeah, absolutely beautiful. Beautiful, gentle music. Really nice. Yes, indeed. BobSuska.com slash music to submit. Thank you for doing that. Okay, wow. so before we wrap up the show here, some great news out of D.C. Peter Navarro claims he's been subpoenaed by a grand jury investigating the insurrection. This is a Department of Justice grand jury. It uh, requested documents about his communications with Donald Trump. So we're getting closer. We're inside the Oval Office now with Peter Navarro uh, and the subpoena. So that's wonderful news. I'm sure there will be people on Twitter saying this is terrible news and that justice will never be served. But this news in and of itself is great news. It's, I mean, again, I have to point to the, uh, the, the standard analysis that I've been giving on this since the very beginning, which is that there has never been a Justice Department investigation of a former president. Never once has there been this never kind of criminal out. investigation. So I assume they're taking it carefully. Remember, the Watergate investigation started while Nixon was still president. Sure, second term. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, I've read, and I don't subscribe to this philosophy, but I've read that uh, the hearings, the January 6th hearings we're about to see over the next couple of months uh, will not have the same effect as the Watergate hearings because of the presence and existence of something that did not exist in Nixon's day, the 24-7 news channel, and, of course, social media. Um, it's going to be a tougher go this time. Uh, it's, it's not as easy as it was when you... You had three channels and people, the viewing audience were fish in a barrel. Yeah. Uh, this is going to be a little harder this time. But I still think it's going to be earth-shaking and attention-getting. And, uh, you know, people are going to want to make a reality show out of it. Yeah. Um, I also want to get on. your I wanted to get your take on the Mark Meadows news from late last week where we learned that through Mark Meadows and not just Mark Meadows but two other witnesses that Donald Trump actually wanted Mike Pence to be hanged. During the insurrection, yeah. he was yeah, upset. Cheered on the idea. Yeah, yeah. He actually hated the the fact that the Secret Service whisked Mike Pence away, and he wanted that to be successful. The effort to hang Mike Pence, he wanted that to work. Th- this investigation is clearly going after the president. I mean, uh, yeah. th- that's become very clear. And yeah, this is never a DOJ has never done this before because we never had a president this corrupt before. Yeah, uh, this is the this president, uh, the former president, was the very definition of everything the founding fathers feared mm-hmm. uh, and uh, but it's it's coming to fruition I, I believe there will be enough justice to satisfy the need and the other important thing that the Jan 6 committee is going to do is propose legislation to assure that this never happens again I'm just looking I'm trying to find the quote here from Donald Trump about what he said to uh, Mark Meadows about the hang Mike Pence 
chant. Do you remember? Yeah, because he I said something was favorable, a, yeah. and I don't recall what the quote was. I, I, I don't remember right. seeing. I don't remember seeing a distinct quote. I just remember uh, it written that he reacted very favorably to to the idea that that it tickled him. I think to to an extent that uh, the crowd was intent on hanging Mike Pence and was actively looking for him. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to find it here. Where where is it? Uh, well, while you look, I want to make you backtrack to Peter Navarro for a yes, second. Yes, please do. That he, was, he was happy uh, to talk to Ari Melber on MSNBC and confess everything, but he refuses to cooperate with a, a, a legal subpoena to appear before a grand jury. We'll see how that goes. Yeah. Uh, he's especially screwed himself by going on television and saying uh, exactly what they want him to say to the jury. Okay, so what I've got here, according to Politico, is that Meadows left the dining room where Trump was watching the insurrection and informed other people nearby that Trump had signaled a positive view signaled yeah. a positive view of the prospect of hanging the vice president, the panel heard. That is stunning. That is a yes. stunning bit of information. The sitting president of the United well, States. With, it is and isn't. Yeah. yeah, with 15 days left to go in his term, was okay with a mob of insurrectionists on Capitol Hill hanging the vice president. I've never heard of anything like this in American history, certainly not in recent presidential history of any, no, active, well, no, any sitting president who wanted the vice president president to die it's an yeah. incredible revelation well there's never been a president like this and by the way is someone vacuuming uh, you know what it's it's the same shit they there's one there's probably <laughs> one leaf in the parking, <laughs> in the parking lot outside our uh, building here and the guy's got to come along and, uh, and 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 whisk away that one leaf using every bit of heavy machinery in the entire <laughs> state of Maryland for God's sake that's what that is and it's the bane of my existence there's Gee, some days when I literally sit here and it's louder than the music I'm playing on my computer were I a true professional I would have disregarded it but it's just too much fun <laughs> it was loud yeah. Loud as shit. Oh, and by the way, uh, uh, fuck Elon Musk. That's a new weekly feature on the show, by I, the way. I th we need to make it a weekly feature, yeah. I think, yeah. because he wants I a recession so that work-at-home people will have to go and get a real job. That's why Elon <sighs> Musk wants a recession. Yes, whenever a billionaire... A guy who's got $218 billion where he could give you, Buzz Burbank, $1 billion and he would still have $217 billion or whatever it is. Exactly. It's an amazing amount of money for a billionaire like this with all the privilege all in the world to wish economic financial destitution on people who are, in fact, working for a living. Mm -hmm. That is the worst kind of of entitlement Elitism, that is the, yeah. yeah yeah lording his cash over the world thinking that you know what you know what's wrong with this nation is people don't work hard enough <laughs> we work ourselves to death in the united states he may have all that money but he can't afford a clue yeah good god Wow. I mean, that that hits home in particular for me, not only because sure. I work from home, but also because I was through the last recession and it destroyed me financially. Yeah. So this, <laughs> good God, you know, there was a time when I saw some sort of upside with Elon Musk's technological efforts. You'd, so, hope, well, you know, uh, you'd hope that, yeah. Yeah, yeah. The battery technology he's developing with Tesla sure. and so on really contributes to the greater good as far as the climate crisis goes, as far as renewable energy goes, et cetera. I, this is unforgivable. I, I can't give that guy the benefit of the doubt 
anymore. Not that I was doing it recently uh, because he lost that with me a while ago. But this well, is the last straw. As far as now, there is clearly out of touch. <laughs> yeah, that's a good way to put it, Lovey. <laughs> All right. Uh, our end music seems really loud lately. I, I keep forgetting I enjoy to it. adjust that. Yeah. <clears throat> I know you. You really dig this uh, show music. Da, 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 da. I, yeah, I go around humming it. W- whenever I get uh, sick of it, I always go to you and say, "Hey, Buzz, what no, do you I'm think?" Humming. No, oh my I'm God, humming you, it right now. You got to keep yeah. it. You got to keep it. Yeah. Okay, so uh, (laughs) (laughs) the Shadow Docket's coming up next on our Patreon page. You know the drill. Uh, I just, by the way, I want to uh, pass along a bit of information, uh, Mm -hmm. kind of technical information for our Patreon subscribers. If you're interested in increasing your membership level, do not just increase the dollar amount. Uh-huh. Make sure to choose the next level up the that option. you want, yeah. the next yeah. tier. Click so, your option. Yeah, exactly. So, for example, if you're signed up at $5 a month for the Shadow Docket shows, uh-huh. but you want to upgrade to get the after party at the $10 level, which you should, don't just increase your dollar amount to $10 because you won't get the after party that way. It's something that's kind of screwy about Patreon. I think they're working to fix this because I've complained so many times. What you have to do is you have to choose the next tier up. You have to choose the after party tier uh, in order to do that. I know it's a little confusing, but that's the way. It didn't always work this way, but for some reason they changed it, and it's become the one thing that I hear complaints about more than anything else with regard to Patreon. Bob, I, I increased my thing up to $10 a month, but I'm not getting the after party. Why, why, why? Well, because don't, they make you choose the tier, not just the dollar amount. Yeah, don't shed a tier. <laughs> click the, a different tier. The next level, whatever, whatever you want to call it. Yeah, that's that's how you have to do it. So uh, that's just a bit of information for you. It's one of those things that I hear a lot, and I don't blame you for getting frustrated with it. I know I'm frustrated with it, and I'm doing all I can to get Patreon to change that back to the way it was. In the you, early days of Patreon. Do you people yeah. see why he needs a vacation now? <laughs> yes, all you got to do is rewind and listen to today's show. <laughs> this was a strange one, wasn't it? <laughs> it always is. It's always a strange one. <laughs> you know, because, because the, the nature of this show is uh-huh. we don't know exactly what we're going to talk about when we start. It's completely we spontaneous. We have kind but of we, an we, general idea, yeah. We go where it takes us. Okay, Shadow Docket's coming up next on our Patreon page, $5 a month. We'll see you over there, folks. Bye-bye. When you make decisions for your company, you always look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing and shipping to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your process to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, books, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart if you sell online. Schedule package pickups through the dashboard and automatically see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers with rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are, even on the go. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other business decision makers with Stamps.com. Sign up at Stamps.com with code PROGRAM for a special offer that includes a four-week trial, plus free postage, and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com, code PROGRAM.